a journey, a voyage, a trip, wanderlust, chasing the wind, hitting the road. This week on Hisui, we are discussing road trips, puddle jumping, and globe trotting. We're talking travel. How Star Wars is it? Hi. Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. It's me, Mike. And it's me, Josiah, and we haven't recorded the show in forever. No, we don't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> we forgot how to do it because I had to take a break because I was recording a million other things. But we're back, and listeners we're back. missed you. And we're back. And it's no, it's not the after the ad break yet. <laughs> it's the beginning of the show. And what show is that? It's How, how Star, Star Wars, Wars Is It. Is it? <laughs> it's a like, podcast. Like, what is this? We're it's sorry, I chose the wrong article there. It's the podcast. Right, the only one. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, um, and we are a review show, you know, yes. like Siskel and Ebert. Exactly like that. But we Nothing don't just different. do movies. No, we do everything. Everything you can think of. Uh, but. TV shows. Oh, yeah, sorry, but. But we're not talking about if the thing is good or bad. Oh, no, no. Is that what you thought? We're not giving Sorry. it two stars up or five thumbs. No, we, we're not giving it two stars up or five thumbs down. We're giving it, we're just trying to figure out how Star Wars it is. Imagine the movies called uh -huh. Star Wars, mm -hmm. and they're right there on your shelf next to a bunch of comic books of Star Wars and some yeah. video games of Star Wars and some board games and some fan fiction and a mm -hmm. spec script you wrote for Mandalorian Season 2. All mm -hmm. of that is right there on a shelf, and you take all of that down. You throw it in a pot, you mm -hmm. get it boiling, and then you make yourself a Star Wars chili. All the things that are Star Wars boiled into a chili, that's a perfect 10 out of 10 because it's all the Star Wars. Exactly. And this week, we are talking about something that is not Star Wars uh, intrinsically, but that's the whole point of this show, right? And we're not talking about Everything a movie. Is. <laughs> we're not talking about a TV show. We are mm -hmm. once again talking about a concept, mm -hmm. which we have done before. And this week, we've got also have a cool guest. Uh, who I forgot to ask how she wanted to be introduced. <laughs> uh, but I know some of her credits, so I think <laughs> we can just roll. Uh, <laughs> but we have an expert uh, once again this week in our t topic. We're covering travel. We're covering traveling, <laughs> uh, the action, the concept of traveling. And today on the show, we've got special guest, one of our, also one of our team members on Anarchy, the Improvised Rock Opera, uh, which everyone will go see once theater can happen again <laughs> uh -huh. and a uh, uh performer with comedy sports chicago what else what else anything else i think she played tennis in college yep 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 <laughs> i know she went to a drum major camp at one point we just talked about that but uh without further ado <laughs> welcome to the show heather show Thank you. I was like, at what point do I jump in and start correcting you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell us tell us what you actually have done. Okay, well, you got it. Anarchy and Improvised Rock Opera. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also yep, yep, a yep. member of um, After Party Music Improv. Yes. Um, an all-female musical improv team. And those things are kind of on hold at the moment. But uh, mm -hmm. Comedy Sports Chicago, you can check out our online shows. Um, 
I played tennis in high school. Oh, so <laughs> wasn't quite good enough to. I didn't even try to play in college, so I can't no. even say that I got like rejected from the tryouts because I right. didn't try out. Um, yeah. The only sports I played in college was intramural softball because the theater department decided to do a team one year, Mm. which was a bad idea because we had no time. Like uh, every time there was games, it was during rehearsals. So we could barely ever feel the team. It was it was it was dumb. It was dumb. I played intramural broom ball one year at Miami of Ohio because they're a big hockey school. And one of their biggest fun activities for kids is putting rubber squeegee things on your shoes and chasing a little teeny soccer ball around on an ice rink. Okay, that I thought that, great. like, I was going to ask you what broom ball was, but you told us, and I have no further understanding. <laughs> it's, it's, <Yeah>. it's hockey, <laughs> but without ice skates and without a hockey stick, you have, it's called a broom, but it doesn't even, it's not a broom broom. It's like a hockey stick handle with, like, a little rubber, like, wedge on the end that could like sort a of curling, look like a... Like a curling broom? Kind of. It's, it's almost more like... Um, you know, like the the like scrapers you use on your car windshield. Sure. It almost looks more like that. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, the the whole episode is about this now because we got to figure <laughs> out how Star Wars. First off, we got to figure out what broomball is, and then we got to see how Star Wars it is. Uh-huh. Uh, but Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Thanks for having me. Um, and we're talking about traveling, which is I think timely. But when when quarantine kind of started, Mike and I were like. What are some things that are like fun that everybody is experiencing right now that's not super down because we wanted to like, you know, not be depressing as <laughs> everyone was stuck inside. <laughs> and like traveling is one of those things that like we don't get to do as much right now because of how everything is. So I think it'll be fun to like get to talk about it and experience it vicariously a little bit. <laughs> um, especially because you are very well traveled if I understand correctly. <laughs> decently like I definitely wouldn't say I'm a travel expert on travel as a whole but um I guess I'm an expert on the way that I the specific ways that I find to travel or like making finding an affordable trip option um and you've you've checked off every state right you've been to every state yeah, I in the been, union, I have been to all fifty states. That's um, and so part rad. Of, part of that was like my parents. Um, we road tripped a lot when I was a kid for my dad's business, um, and this could be like a whole other. If if you ever going to have him on a podcast, I know what you talk <laughs> about. Um, I he would you wouldn't probably get to talk at all because he's he would have so much to say. Uh, he's a videographer of trains. Oh, cool. Of trains. Trains. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. What a cool very, specific job. Very specific. Yeah. He just was really into trains like my grandpa was. And I think my grandpa worked on the railroad at one point. So that's where that interest came from. Um, so he got into that videography. And so basically what that meant for me as a kid was lots of packing up the van with my mom and my dad and like driving across the country, across Canada, wherever there was a train line, be it a steam train, which there aren't, isn't much now, or um, Amtrak or freight train, whatever, whatever, uh, through scenic area. And you set up the camera and you get a shot and you pack up the car and you chase the train, you get ahead of the train, you set up for the next shot. And this is knowing... like for the train companies or something, or like like uh, f- uh, on spec. Like he's just shooting video of trains, mm-hmm. like full stop for yes. for use for use in movies, TV shows, documentary, like what anything. 
Uh, GregSchulVideoProductions.com. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I think it's actually like GSVP.com. But whatever, it is It is just of the trains. There is a market for this, believe it or not. Wow, of, that is so what's cool. It's called like rail fans. And it's everyone from like older people who worked on the railroad, like my grandfather did, to like children who are fascinated with trains. Yeah. Like there are a lot of little boys who are just obsessed with trains or um people who like are obsessed with a specific type of train or want to learn all about a certain thing um i don't know if you guys know har sonderiker who is obsessed with trains he's an improviser in mm-hmm. chicago but as soon as i like told him who my dad was he knew immediately like That's oh amazing greg Schull. Well, uh, because it's just like there aren't that ma- there's actually a lot of people who are into this but there aren't that many train video producers sure it is a whole it is a whole thing and each like video will be like a specific route um the most popular and biggest title he has is america by rail which is basically following the route of all the different amtrak trains across the country and it's like a four-part thing so that all of that just to say that's how i started travel (laughs) and was interested in photography and then um i realized in my mid-20s that I had been to like 38 states Wow! Yeah. and I had been to Hawaii so I was like I got one of the two really tricky ones <laughs> the really hard um, ones yeah. so I made the goal to visit all 50 before I turned 30 and that's so I cool did it um I had like a week to spare when I finished. <laughs> that's yeah. so great <laughs> so my dad has to to sort of jump on that my dad has a spreadsheet uh, a, Goog- a google sheets keeping track of everyone in our family and what all states we've been to and what countries <laughs> we've been to. <laughs> That's awesome. Because, because we still, uh, not because of trains, which I, which I almost want to forget broomball and only talk about train <laughs> videography. Now, no more travel, no more broomball. Yeah. But, uh, my dad traveled a lot for work because he was a, uh, a professor uh, at university and, uh, he was, I don't know why they sent him on so many trips, but he, he was the one that had to go to the conferences and with all these other different universities and my family did not have a lot of money growing up so those would just be our vacations like we would just be like i guess we're going to uh you know denver with with my dad or freaking like i went to disneyland when i was four or five because we were just in the area in california because that became the vacation um so he is one he he has a he has a sip uh a tangential to that goal of he's a big hiker and climber and he wants to summit the highest points in all 50 states which he's made some good progress uh i think he's got like 10 or 12 um but some of them are really easy because you just drive to him like right, in oklahoma like you're just anywhere like, in here. the midwest <laughs> yeah but then you know some are in, like crazy almost impossible not impossible but hard to do if you're not a professional like, climber like is it alaska like denali yeah, yeah denali like, is the one in alaska which would be wild for him to do especially at this point but he, he he didn't do that when you were there no, so that would have been were, such an easy one. This is this <laughs> yeah. is what's wild is that he and my mom were maybe going to come see me in Alaska last summer, and then like this is kind—I of, mean, this is—he's fine now, so no one get freaked out. But my dad <laughs> did get in a really bad accident while he was riding his bike and broke his back uh, mm. because a semi truck hit him. Um, it was insane, but he's fine now, so it's okay. But then, so he couldn't—they couldn't come see me, and then I was going to be in Alaska in this summer, and then a pandemic happened. And right. so he was kind of, I, w- I was just talking about this at dinner because he's, I think he's at 40, he would have been at f- uh, 
if we had been able to go to Alaska this summer, there's also three other places he was going to go. He would have been one away. All he had to go to was Hawaii. So like oh. we, we got to travel a lot as kids, which being from a small town in Texas was kind of different because like there were people I uh, went to high school with that like when we went on like the choir trip to, you know, freaking Branson, Missouri, they're like, this is the <laughs> first time I've been outside of Texas. Yeah. And it's Branson. like, oh, really? They've got a wow. hundred shows. Is that it? A hundred or a thousand? Whatever the song is. It's Branson. something like that. Cause yeah. that, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in Branson. But are they good? Yeah. <laughs> I've done that many shows at least. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to just start calling you Mike Branson gospel. <laughs> yeah. That's, he's done a thousand shows. Uh-huh. And at least three or four of them were fine. <laughs> I've got here. I've got the spreadsheet pulled up. Let me see how many States I've been to. <laughs> Let's see. I Apparently, I've been to 33. I just started one for national parks. Mm. Yes. Not, I've only been to like 13, but I'm still like, ooh. But 33 states is pretty good. I feel like. It's decent. Can, my my older it. brother has been to the most because he moved to the Northeast. And that's a lot of the ones that I haven't been to. Mm. And the rest of us haven't been to because we were all from Texas. But yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. The Northeast, that was my my like finish up trip. Because mm. um, they're all so of- close together. Yeah. Um, so that was the weirdest one and like the most out of the way was North Dakota because it's like I don't have a reason to go here. <laughs> sure. Um, and we, uh, my boyfriend at the time and I, we flew to Minneapolis and spent some time because I need to go to Minnesota. And then we rented a car and drove across Minnesota to Fargo, North Dakota. And Fargo is actually really cute. Yeah. Mm. It was nice. Um, not a ton to do. Like we went to a distillery. We had a nice dinner. Um, we played mini golf. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and then enough activities, though, that it was like I did stuff in North yeah. Dakota. <laughs> but the thing that was like the coolest was that they are aware of what what it is, like and the show and everything too. Yes, it's on the border. So it's a destination for people who are looking to visit all 50 states. Oh. Right. And so they have a visitor center, the Fargo-Moorhead Visitor Center. And it's like Moorhead, uh, Minnesota, Fargo, North Dakota on the border. And there's a welcome to North Dakota sign for photos. In the visitor center, they have the wood chipper from the movie Fargo. So oh you can like God. pose with it. And then they actually have a like souvenir for people who it's their, if it's your last state. And it was, unfortunately was not. But it's like, a, I've been to all 50 states, like a button or something. I don't That's even so remember funny. what it was because I it wasn't my 50th state. So I didn't get it. That's but, very honest of you because you could have just yeah. said yes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But I just think that's You're cool that they're like... You're not going to check my spreadsheets, are you? <laughs> yeah, right? I just love that they are aware, though, that like, well, people yeah. are going to come here just because they need to come to North Dakota. So we might as well like make it something. Yeah. That's like sort of adorable. Like stuff, I remember yeah. like growing up or, or not even, you know, like coming home from college, I went to school just far enough into Ohio that it was considered out of state for tuition for Indiana residents. Um, And the the sign for Indiana that you, as you're entering Indiana, like at that point, the Colts had won the Super Bowl. Like it has, you know, it has the Indy 500. It has some like famous things, but the signs for you are entering Indiana is Lincoln's boyhood home, Mm -hmm. which like Lincoln was born in, I want to say Kentucky and, Mm -hmm. and spent his, you know, he, he, he went to third grade in Indiana. And then, of course, Illinois is like famously Lincoln. So it's yeah. like Indiana can't even like figure out what it is. It's like, well, one of the guys was here once. I know. <laughs> I think it's for a little funny. Bit. 
I think it's funny when they're like a big stretch like that. And then there was always the, when I was growing up, because I'm from Ohio, the uh, thing was a birthplace of aviation. Right. <laughs> because it's like the Wright brothers were born in Ohio. Yeah. But aviation was technically like the Kitty aviation <laughs> itself was born in North Carolina, which yeah. North Carolina says like first in flight on their yeah. license right. plate. So, well, you know, so, I'm from funny. Texas and we just got a big ego about everything. Our motto is <laughs> friendship, which is uh, funny uh, because that's actually Texas comes from a native word for friendship. That was, uh, you know, translated wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, <laughs> but also, you know, Texas, Texas, it's interesting being like and this this is, I guess, sort of tangential to uh, to travel in general. But also since we're talking about 50 states and being and where we're from and stuff. It's so strange being from Texas because there is a sense of pride of being a Texan that is like really hammered into you that you I think you can only find in the United States with like people from actual New York City. Uh, it's like that tied to the place you're from. And like people are proud to be from other states for sure. But there's just like this sense of like, yeah, I'm from Texas and it's important. It's part of who I am. <laughs> and then like as I grew up and like my politics went further and further left and like I sort of realized like all the shitty stuff about Texas, it became this very like real existential crisis of like I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> like <laughs> how can I be proud and also all the bad things. Yeah. And hey, you know what? Still still and I think we're all dealing with that with the old US of A these days. Sure. <laughs> this is really, really real. I mean, so a couple of thoughts on that that are travel related. Um, I have an Ohio tattoo here that I got a long time ago. Oh, and I have that same feeling of like, okay, like I'm I grew up there. I spent 21 years of my life there. Yeah. I've been in Chicago ever since. So I've been in Chicago coming up on 11 years, which is like wild to think about. But yeah, I, so there's a part of me that's, even if I'm not necessarily proud of Ohio as a state for some of the choices that have been made politically, yeah. <laughs> I still, you know, value the time that I had growing up and the people that I met there and my families there. Right. Um, but a funny travel story is I was in Omaha visiting a friend and he took me to this concert. It was like a funk cover band. I don't even know how to explain. I'd have to look up the name, but it was a fun show in this bar. Um, and this guy comes up to me. He sees my tattoo and he comes up and he goes, oh my God, twins. And he, I should preface, like, he sounded like that. He had this great accent. He had a full-on mullet. It was, like, such a look. It was like, yeah, man, do go that. For go for that haircut. Um, and I was like, what? And he put his arm down, and he had, in the same exact spot, a Nebraska tattoo. Oh, okay. And it was, like, the same size. Like, they were proportionate, you know, our yeah. two state tattoos. And he was like, oh, my God, da, 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 da. And he looked, and I thought, okay, that's kind of funny. But then he pointed at my tattoo of Ohio, and he goes, what state is that? Oregon? <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> so, like, if he hadn't already lost me, he lost me there. Yeah. I still took a picture because I thought it was cool and, like, just what a funny yeah. now, now I want to see a whole United States map made up of made people's, of wrist people's wrists tattoos. <laughs> I'm sure that there are plenty, but I don't know if you get be. the pro I don't know if you get the proportion because, like, the Texas and Alaska ones, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> also... Like, bracelets <laughs> i guess also it would just look like 
you filled in the state lines with flesh, which might not be a super fun thing to look at. Because <laughs> yeah. once you once you put the puzzle together, it would yeah. just be like, is that it's a just vein? The map. <laughs> and also, like, <laughs> if you map. got like a Colorado or Wyoming tattoo, <laughs> it would just be a rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a little yeah. rough. If you not, got not if you got a exact. Michigan tattoo, would you do it on the the right in the inside of the right wrist so that it matches your hand shape, I or feel would like you do the opposite to. thumb? So or like... you could get you could get it tattooed around your fingers in the shape, <laughs> and so that way when you do the Michigan hand, yeah, you just get your hometown tattooed as like a dot on yeah. your palm somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and then you you have to put the Upper Peninsula somewhere on yeah. your body so that when yes. you hold up your palm, it connects to the UP yeah, across for the, like for the your UPers. chest. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually Can't a Texas forget. hand. Did you guys know there's a Texas hand? Mm. Listeners, you can play along at home. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Put up, okay, okay, hand, put your hand up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, put down your ring finger and your pinky, and then you kind of just squish it together, and that's oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, sure. Because it's got a little, all you just, it's the little, oh. loop, loop. I feel oh, like wait, my, here. I, my I'm fingers are too, I feel like so my here, fingers are too long Th- for that. This probably to work. looks more like Texas to you. Yeah, right. It, yeah, it's on the I right see side. It. But you put your thumb out a little bit and kind of squinch it and it's uh, it's Texas. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like my my middle finger's too long. It's not it's <laughs> definitely not a one to one thing like Michigan mm. cuz Michigan does look exactly like a hand. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why have we do ever, the, the Michigan. Have you ever met anybody from Italy and ask them where they're from, and then they pull up their pant leg and show you their long stiletto boot, and they point <laughs> where they're from? They go, it's right here. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of Italy, I, so I, I traveled internationally for the first time like two years ago. My roommate and I at the time were just like found some cheap flights, which you might be able to speak to this, Heather, because I know you were saying earlier about how like you have a specific way you travel, and like you, you, f- you travel for cheap sometimes too, and we just found like, you know, I think it was like 500 round trips somehow nice. for going to, nice. we like flew into London and then flew out of Paris mm-hmm. and like paid $500 each, you know? Um, and it was my first time going to Europe. I'd been to Canada and Mexico cause, uh, for random stuff, but I'd never been overseas and it was really fun. It was a whole new experience for me and it was great, but like, I would never have gone if I didn't just find this. And we literally, it was like one of those whim things where I was like, hey, I just saw this. Do you want to go in like six months in October? Yeah. Do you want to just go to, yeah. to go on a vacation? And he was like, yeah. And we did. And we went to Disneyland Paris. We went to the Harry, <laughs> uh, because he's a big Disney fan. Uh-huh. He worked at Disney. So he was like, we got to go to Disneyland Paris. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun to me. Uh, and we did. And uh, they all spoke English there, obviously, because everyone in, well, we were in Paris, so like everyone spoke English, cause, and we were just mm-hmm. bad tourists who didn't speak any French at all. And then, uh, you know, we went to Harry Potter, the Harry Potter studio thing, uh, and this was, this was before, in the before times. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, you can still like Harry Potter, everyone. We, we, it's okay, J.K. Rowling sucks, but you can still like... Well, you and know, it was passed down as oral tradition for decades, and she just happened to be the one who wrote it, right? It's true. Like, it's true. It's, yeah. it's an established fiction yeah. that you're allowed to love regardless <laughs> of her. But it's speaking history. Of tattoos. Tons of people have Harry Potter related Oof, tattoos exactly that probably right. are like, oh no. But I know. Yeah, I, 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 I got to get my. I got to get my. My J.K. Rowling is unproblematic and will forever be so tattoo. I gotta get that removed. Just cross out the un. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's easier. a better idea. Turn the go. un part into like the Deathly Hollows or something. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, I know you've traveled internationally some too, Heather. 
And yeah. how do you do it on? What's your method? Okay. Well, I was gonna say I don't. It's it's a little different every time, but I stick to one airline to earn miles. Oh, there so we go. So I always fly American if I can. That is not to say that I won't take a really good deal if I see it somewhere else. But um, I follow a couple of like travel blog cheap flight things. So Scott's cheap flights is really good. Um, and they will send you, I don't pay for premium because I don't travel enough or take advantage of enough of them to like get the, to pay for that service, but they email you good deals. And then I will look and see like what airline it's on and then see if I can find that on Google flights on my own or Mm. through American airlines. Um, what I will say about that is they've been annoying me lately because like you can fly. I have not flown in the pandemic. Um, I know you can. And I know like I've seen a lot of reports that it's not actually one of the worst things you can do. It's actually right. the air is not just a canned air. It is recycled and or it is cycled. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So it's really like as long as you're smart about it, it's doable. But yeah, I keep getting all these emails from these blogs and Scott's cheap flights of like all of these deals to countries right. that we can't go to. And they do <laughs> say like, these are these are prices for 2021. And I'm sitting here going like, who says they're gonna let us in in 2021? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not that far. Uh, so it's, it's torturous to be getting all of these emails. And I also think that some of the emails are bad because they're almost encouraging people to take unnecessary risks yeah and so i understand that they're like trying to get their keep the company going and like so it's that fine line of like they're they are putting precautions and saying smart things in their advertising but at the same time they are still these airlines with our with all the deals that i've been getting emails about they're like really encouraging people (laughs) to do things that maybe they shouldn't do right so that's really it annoys me but not enough to completely unsubscribe because i want to I do want to get that on. good deal yeah, eventually. Right. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, on the pulse. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's like the minute that I know like when I can get a vaccine, because right. it's just like, yes. okay, it's coming, but then when will I get it? How many months later? I'm probably like the last list. I'm on the bottom of the list of people who need that yeah. probably. Totally. Um, so like, yeah, but it's like as soon as I know, yeah, I'm going to book a flight <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for when it, for like when I know that it's going to be cool to go there, like, yeah. you know, and that they'll let us go. Um so we haven't. I realize now that we haven't even said the word Star Wars. Since the <laughs> I know. I was thinking about it when you were talking about going to Paris and I just going in, to I was just, just interested. amusement amusement parks in Paris that you could go to in the United oh. States. <laughs> hey, you know what? There was a Star Wars ride. In I was going to ask if there hey. was a Star Wars thing. And it, it was, it used to be, and people were mad about it because it used to be a better, cooler, like original ride and that was like. the IP phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And then and then Disney got Star Wars. And so they changed it into a Star Wars specific ride. And everyone was like, this sucks. It's because it's the exact same ride. It used to be one where it, it was like a rocket to the moon kind of ride based on like a Jules Verne story, I think. And then they just, you know, put a Star Wars skin over everything. Right. And the ride on the inside is essentially the same. But everyone was like, this is way less charming. Which is true. They did the same much. thing to my sister's favorite ride of all time, Maelstrom, in Epcot in Norway. They changed it to a friggin' Frozen ride. Yeah. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's true. What are you going to do, you know? Remember I mean, when Legos were like different ideas? Like there was like undersea explorers and like yeah. adventurers, which was their they own still, sort of like Indiana Jones those. thing. They do, it's but true. like it's now true. they're like almost all like yeah. properties. Lego Star Wars, Lego Marvel, yeah. Lego, mm-hmm. anyway. Lego Disney. 
Um, Heather, you well, mentioned ahead of time that you have like really fun travel stories from like going solo or going as a pair or whatever. Like we, it looks like we have about six minutes left on this Zoom call before we have to <laughs> jump to another one. Like, um, do you have one like specific travel memory, whether it's Star Wars or not, that like is something that you want to share or is it? less specific than that (laughs) um well i do well paris makes me think of a travel story um but i also feel like there's something we could talk about Mm. later of like equating the states to different star wars planets (gasps) Mm. oh Mm -hmm. love it we should probably circle back to the 50 states or you know national parks as a teaser for after the break the the game has a lot to do with states so that'll be an easy segue (laughs) i love that okay well i will tell the story in paris on my first night there um i and i did the thing where you got a cheap flight by doing like flying into paris and then flying back from madrid which was perfect Uh because i was able to like make the trip go not have to backtrack at all but I get to Paris I'm exhausted I've never been there before I figure out um off the flight how to get a train ticket to get from the airport to my Airbnb I get to my Airbnb it is up five flights of stairs (laughs) it said it was on the third floor but like the first floor there's nothing it's just like an entryway so you have to go up a flight and then the first floor is actually labeled as one like the second floor is actually labeled as one so either way it ended up being so many flights of stairs with my luggage and i'm tired and lost Um, but it's in momartra and i get there and the airbnb host are this really hip couple the woman is a ballet dancer and the husband is a saxophone a jazz saxophone player And well, as I arrived, he was teaching a saxophone lesson to a student in the in the Airbnb. The Airbnb, the bedroom was really cute, clean, perfect. Um, Nothing spectacular out the window besides like the view of the alley. But their living room window overlooked all of like Montmartre and Sacré-Cœur, like just like out the window, this ideal. Like that's why the Airbnb is amazing. Nothing else about it was like amazing it was comfortable and clean and nice um so i was like i can't sleep i have to go out and see stuff i don't want to waste my first day in paris even though i'm exhausted so i drop off my bag and then i go and i see the eiffel tower and i i see um the champs elysees and i go to the top of the arc de triomphe for sunset and then i like staggered so tired back to the place go to fall asleep at like 9 p.m and I wake up around one in the morning because I have to go to the bathroom. And I hear them just like coming in because they've been out all night. Like, and it was like a Tuesday night too, but they've been out. Like, and you're, doing... you're staying in their house where they are also currently staying. Yeah. yeah. I just have a private room. So Got it's it. set up like I have a room and there's a bathroom in my room. So the shower is actually out in the room. And then there's a, what I call a toilet closet, which is important uh-huh. to note because it's like uh-huh. just a like teeny tiny space with a toilet and a door so i hear them come in so and i wake up and i'm like i have to pee so i go into the toilet closet (laughs) and my bedroom door is closed and out of habit i go into this toilet closet and close and lock the door and as i close and lock the door the handle comes off in my hand like i'm holding the doorknob no and so of course i don't (laughs) i don't panic right away i'm like i can put this back together so I try to finagle it back. I try to like use it to unlock and it won't work. Like it won't, I can't even reach my finger through the hole to like un- open it from the other side, just <laughs> nothing. I am locked 
in this toilet closet. <laughs> so I, I know that they're home. So I start to kind of yell like quietly, like, hey, can you hear me? Help. And of course they can't hear me because they are behind two closed doors and they have like some records playing in the living room. So there's like three levels of reasons why they can't hear me. So I eventually am screaming like as loud as I can possibly scream to the point where there are like dogs howling out the back of the (laughs) building because they can hear me. Uh, And finally, I don't know how, I don't know if the song ended or what, but like she heard me and she came in and she was like, oh my God, what's wrong? Oh no, no. Like she was so worried that I was something was wrong. And she wasn't upset about the door at all. She was like, well, that's my husband's fault. He did a bad job putting it on there. She gave me, then I, I like hadn't peed yet. So like I did finally go to the bathroom. She gave me some magnesium pills and I was able to fall asleep. And then um, still got a five-star guest review, even though I broke their door. <laughs> That could have gone so much worse, and I'm glad it had a happy Yeah, I could have spent my entire two days in Paris (laughs) locked in a bathroom, and they wouldn't have noticed until they went to, like, clean the room for the next guest that, like, I was in there. Yeah, truly. Like, it's thank God that you were at a place where they also lived. Yeah, Mm. right? That's I hadn't even really thought about that, like, if it was a private Airbnb. Because I don't know why I locked the door. It's just a habit. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So, um... Before we go to the game yes. and before we and we talked a little bit about connecting states to planets and Star Wars stuff. But like, mm. do we have any just gut pros and cons of traveling to Star Wars? So I had a couple that came to mind. Um, one is a thing that we cover a lot on this show is, is there music? You know, Star Wars has just mm. such identifiable music. So like if a movie has great music, we give it points. Um, I would say... At the very least, travel has some music. If you happen to be mm-hmm. in Omaha and you're seeing like a funk cover band. Yeah, they might yeah. as well have been the cantina. <laughs> oh, for sure. And, and also uh, the saxophone player. Yes. And road trip, your road trip playlists. Oh, sure. we listen to so much. Yeah, we listen to so much stuff or on the road trip. Throwing it even further back, you got a mix CD, mm-hmm. pop it mm-hmm. in there. You got mm-hmm. your five disc CD changer mm-hmm. in the back. Oh, hell I yeah. I also want to think about like how on a road trip specifically, you just kind of have to, or I guess any trip, you just kind of have to work with what you've got. Mm-hmm. So you might eat, like on this recent road trip I took, we ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, uh-huh. which is sort of like the bread rations that Ray yeah. would have to. <laughs> it's just like you just got to work with what you've got or you listen to the same song over and over again like as a child I just had a little cassette player and it was like a kid's tape of songs and I would listen to Home on the Range over and over again which annoyed my parents one because it didn't have headphones but I also would like stop and rewind it and press play and rewind it and press play so just like click play home home on the range click that is that is so adorable and wholesome yeah uh, I think like the, the the thing that jumped out at me is like the fact that it's a journey and like all because mm. like in Star Wars they are always traveling and going to places because we talked we've talked about it a little bit but like there's always something to go you have to go from go planet do to planet or go save yeah you have to you have to travel from point A to point B in everything and and especially like the ones that are more like. MacGuffin based where it's like we have to get the thing on that planet or we have to go to that person on another planet 
So they're constantly in transit in Star Wars. And so, like, it's weird to think of it as them being constantly traveling because we don't see that part as often. Mm -hmm. It's more Mm -hmm. of the jumping between the destination. But, yeah, I think it is a journey. uh, And I think, you know, it could be even a hero's journey sometimes (gasps) when you go on a road trip. Because Mm -hmm. there is a dark night of the soul on every road trip where you're just like, (laughs) I why did I do this? Why am I here? It's 12 Mm -hmm. a.m. and the hotel I got didn't actually save my room or whatever and i wish i was back home why am i why am i doing this why am i here mm-hmm. or like the time that you realize like okay well my best option for pooping right now is a gas station <laughs> <laughs> yeah or my best option for pooping just pass and <laughs> yeah i gotta figure this out yeah <laughs> that's when i was real. In, also i don't know if this is still a thing but when i was an uber driver there was this app that was advertised in the porter potties outside of o'hare where you had to go uh, and wait when you're uh, uh, oh, a rideshare driver. Yeah, you have your yeah. own lot. You go wait in, and then you get your rides, and then you go go get them. But in the porta potties, there there was like laminated advertisements for this app called Get Lou G E T L O O, which just like shows you the nearest restroom, public restrooms. Wow. And then th- they're like, you can rate them, and they have like ratings for cleanliness, and like if you have to pay for parking, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and that was, as an Uber driver, was a game changer for me. As an Uber <laughs> driver with the with a lot of gastrointestinal problems, was a real lifesaver <laughs> for me. Because <laughs> I'd just be like, I'd be like downtown in the middle of Chicago, like, where am I going to go? <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, there's a Target nearby, and I can go there for free. Let's do this. You know, they never show characters in movies, most movies, going to the bathroom or eating. Like, no one ever mm. goes to the bathroom in Star Wars. But, oh, no one does. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I did get locked in a bathroom, and the closest thing I could think of is being trapped in a garbage compress- compressor. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. like, I wasn't going to be squished but I would have been very disappointed if I did not get out. Yeah. <laughs> and my trip my trip would have been ruined. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. Much much like their trip would have been ruined had they been squished. Yeah, the so the so end result would have been the same. The same thing. Right. Totally. It's basically the same. And you well, had to yell to get saved. Yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. what Luke had to do to see 3PO. When he's like, 3PO, where <laughs> could he be? Yeah, where could he be? Into that little condenser microphone that he has. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we should, I, we've got, now that we've touched on a little bit, we should yeah, probably we jump to the game. Yeah, we did some part we of did a the little podcast. Bit. <laughs> hey, listeners, listen, we did a little bit, yeah. all right, and we'll do some more later, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, should... you wouldn't have gotten that awesome toilet closet story. <laughs> yeah. Toilet closet. <laughs> uh, but let's let's jump to the break, and then we'll come back and play a game. Wee! <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. I was trying to think of a travel yeah, thing, the, and I the couldn't. The thought I had was, and we've been everywhere, man. <laughs> we've been everywhere. Too much of this a walk. Is, this is your captain speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, we are. Uh, we'll be flying into. Back to we the s- show. <laughs> we sang "We'll Be Everywhere." I'll be, I've been everywhere, man. In like seventh grade choir, and I was like <laughs> a bass then because like the real bass because I was like the first you know went through puberty early, and so I got to do the end of like "I've been everywhere," <laughs> and it's just like two twelve-year-olds like sing sing as low as they can, and like looking back on it, it couldn't have sounded good. Uh, <laughs> But I you was know so what? proud. That's like being, you know, tossed into a lightsaber battle with <laughs> Kylo Ren before you've had any training. That's true. <laughs> I like that. How have, Star Heather Wars is, is Heather... 12, twelve year old choir. 
<laughs> Heather is going now doubling down on connecting things to Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> now we got, no, it's like, hey, listen, we sometimes don't talk about Star Wars very much at all. Yeah, one uh, time we just talked about how bad school is, and then by the end of the episode we were like, should we release this? <laughs> Well, you could say in the description, like, you know, first first however many minutes for travel, if you really just want the Star Wars, skip to this time. <laughs> skip to, yeah. Yeah, skip right. to the midway point. Yeah. yeah. Mike, what's our game this okay, week? Okay, so, um, because, um, and it worked out perfectly, that one of the first things we talked about was having visited all 50 states. I, I for the record, have, pro- I'm probably the lowest of all three of us. I know I've been to a lot, like more than the average bear but certainly not 50 um well can you beat 33 because that's where i'm at oh <laughs> um i man i'd have to like oh, I, yes. I know that like sporkle <laughs> has like a what states have you been to thing that comes around like every five minutes and uh oh my god she is just like so nestled in there <laughs> i know yep. i wasn't sure if i should say anything but oh no you can dog that this I don't know if the dog has been there the entire time. She <laughs> has. Like she's been, she's been my, my dog. The blankets just in such a pile that like, I didn't even know until the head popped out. <laughs> my dog. Josiah's dog is essentially just like, not even a full head right now. Yeah. <laughs> my dog, little red is a chihuahua and she's very small and chihuahuas love to burrow. And so like, I never make my bed specifically because I don't want to. And then also, because <laughs> then she just burrows into the blankets. It's very cute. Specifically but, because um, I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> earlier, she was just a nose, and I, I almost pointed it out because you could have seen the nose right there if you had literally looked, but uh, well, only if you knew it. she matches the sheets, yeah. too. So, no, like, she's tan, and no she's part idea. of the pattern, yeah. Good camouflage for her. Josiah has chihuahua sheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She blends right in. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let me, I'm going to pull this over. God, so I'd love to have sheets that just were just pictures of my dog what over and over again. What if it was one of those, you know, like those shirts that are like a full bleed picture of a dog? Yes. And <laughs> what if they yes. were that? <laughs> no, like just one big yeah. little red. Yeah. Um, bigger, big much red. bigger than the dog. <laughs> um, okay, so this game, uh, going back to us talking about the states, is called Name the State. <gasps> Um, I have a list of um, the U.S. state nicknames. Um, I will alternate between the two of you. So, like, a question will be just for you to answer. You don't have to, like, buzz in. Um, And I'll say the nickname of the state, and then you will say the name of that state. If you get it right, you get a point. If you do not, your opponent can steal. Okay. Um, and in true Hasui fashion, there also may be some curveballs in there <laughs> that may or may not actually be a U.S. state nickname. Um, right. Again, oh, this no. is Name the State. <laughs> um, are we ready? Uh, yeah. Sure. All right. The first one is for Josiah. Great. The Buckeye State. Oh, I know that one. That's Heather's home state of <laughs> Ohio. That is correct. Not fair. I have <laughs> Buckeye State written on my wrist. <laughs> just written it. Just, just written, not yeah. tattooed. Um, that is correct. Um, oh, I also should say that these start easy and possibly get a little harder. I mean, I suppose it's sort of like recent trivia games that we've played where you either know it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. Um, 
but some of them are much easier and more gettable. Okay, now, uh, uh, fair is fair. It is Heather's turn. The Lone Star State. <laughs> okay, okay. This will be <laughs> Josiah's home state of Texas. That is also Woo! correct. <laughs> okay, that is fair. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we are tied. Um, now okay. he's going to give us Indiana, and we're going to be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Josiah. The Hoosier State. <laughs> okay, yes. I, I know this. I, uh-huh. I, I'm pretty sure it's Nebraska. <laughs> it, it is not. <laughs> it's, it's Indiana, right? It's Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> it's Indiana. <laughs> I, I, that one goes to, to Heather. Because, yeah. yeah. That's fair. I literally did think it was Nebraska, and then I realized that you were doing your home state. Yep. <laughs> I know. I feel. I feel conflicted it. as to who gets that point because Josiah, before I even asked it, said, "All right, well, the next one's going to be Indiana." But I, I did. Everyone, I did know that. You did. You I, did. I want everyone to know that I have no idea about anything about the Midwest. I've lived mm-hmm. in the Chicago and then the Chicago area for like five years, and I truly don't know how anything is put together, where anything <laughs> is. It's very. Anytime I. Anytime I end up in Ohio, I'm like, I had no what idea happened? Ohio was here. <laughs> I had no idea it was going to be here. Uh-huh. It's very. Very uh, upsetting every time. Um, okay, next one is for Heather. Bluegrass State. Oh, that's mm. Kentucky. Ding, 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 ding. It's basically so, where I'm from. Southern Ohio and Kentucky are kind of the same. That's right. Are you yeah. are you from the Cincinnati-ish area? Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm from about like 20 miles east of Cincinnati. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Back to, let's see, back to Josiah. Okay. Um, we are now at three t- for Heather and one for Josiah. <laughs> uh, Golden State. Oh, I think that's Oregon. That is actually the tattoo on Heather's wrist. <laughs> um, no, it is not Oregon. Do we have it's, a steal? Uh, yes, it's California. It Golden is State, California. Golden State, Golden State Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I feel? I knew it was the West Coast. God, I suck. <laughs> oh, but I have a funny story about that. I have a friend from college who moved to California. She moved to L.A. And on her Facebook, she was like, I'm so excited to live in the Sunshine State. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, As we all uh, know, that's Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Where all the Hoosiers are from, the Sunshine State. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, now it is Heather's turn. We're at four to one. I feel like this isn't fair because Heather's getting points. She stole points from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you that's okay. Steal from, you that's how steal from the me. game works. Is that how it works? Great. <laughs> yeah. great, great, great. Um, I feel like it's not fair that the other family gets to steal I, on Family Feud after we lost our turn. <laughs> yeah, that feels. I feel like they're. I feel like it's not fair that I'm losing. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Heather, not Golden State, but this time Garden State. Oh, New Jersey. Correct. Speaking yes. of which, one of my favorite, I think it was The Onion, headlines uh, marked the 11-year anniversary of the film Garden State being released, but the headline was 10-year um, anniversary of you realizing Garden State is a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, back to Josiah. All right, now I know I did say there's curveballs, possibly. Maybe one is coming. Okay. Um, it is, again, named The State. I will say is the name of the game. Name the state. Water at room temperature. <laughs> I feel like I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> as soon as you said the name of the game. Uh, that's going to be liquid. <laughs> liquid is correct. <laughs> oh, no. Um, 
So what is it? Four to two? Five to two? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, four I to two. Or five to two. Five, five to two. Five to two. Okay. <laughs> I need these points. This is That's where right. I might get confused. That's right. All right. Cool. <laughs> Heather, mercury at room temperature. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Which is also like an element. Yeah. But isn't it just mercury? The state of matter. So, like, Josiah's answer for water at room temperature was liquid. No, hey, yeah, stop. Don't, 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 don't give her any more. At okay, room okay, okay. temperature, is it solid? It is not solid. Josiah, do you yes. have a steel? Yes. It's liquid, baby. It is liquid. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. <laughs> that that is, makes sense. That is my go-to, um, like, oh. if I have to on the spot come up with, like, a trivia fact, like a Snapple cap fact, that's my go-to one is that mercury Heather, do you is remember, the only metal that's liquid at room temperature. <laughs> Heather, do you remember when we were on, I think it was coming from Ohio, or one of those trips, where you, I think you were in the car whenever someone on an anarchy trip was reading their Snapple fact and it was <laughs> like there are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on the beach. Yeah. And then I think it was Allie. I think it was, I think it was your yeah. sister Allie. Right? And she was, and I said, fuck your Snapple facts because it was a bad one. Cause I was like, that's like saying the number three is bigger than the number two. It's yeah, like, it's, like, it's no not shit. a good fact. <laughs> but you know, there are someone who read that and was like, no way. I, yeah, you know, in Whoa. fact, Josiah, you've mentioned that before on here. And I'm sure I, I have. I remember thinking like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I've i never counted the stars, but what, are there like 500? There's got to be yeah. more than 500 grains of sand. Well, it's like all the ones you can't see in all the galaxies <laughs> and uni other universes. That, and, see, that, yeah, that's right. where I was coming at it. I was like, one is infinite. We don't know. Yeah. And the other is like. There's only so many there could be because <laughs> the planet is only so big. Yeah, well, if you're saying like grains of sand on Earth, yes, but there might be sand on other planets. That's true. There if might we, be like, sand in other like, stars. Well, like Tatooine. Hey, hey there you go. I don't like is there sand. more sand now. If the Snapple fact <laughs> of had course. said, if the Snapple fact had said there's there's are more uh, stars in the sky than there is sand on Tatooine, I would say that's whoa, interesting because I know there's a lot of sand on Tatooine. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, back to Josiah. We're at what? Five to three. Uh, wow. The Palmetto State. What the fuck? Palmetto? <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. What is it? I don't know. Like, uh, 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 Connecticut. It is not Connecticut. Do we have a steal? Yeah, it's South Carolina. It is South Carolina. This is not fair. Heather's been to every state. <laughs> it doesn't mean I know the thing. <laughs> the, the yeah, slogan. right, because the it's sign the says, like, welcome to North Dakota. We're happy to be your last state to check off. It doesn't you know say what? what its actual name is. <laughs> Nebraska sign says, Nebraska, the good life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, they, I was like, that's, that's like a beer slogan. Because it's like, like the Miller Lite High Life. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, six to three. Heather. Damn, can't gotta catch the up. last frontier. Ooh, I know this one. That's Alaska. It is Alaska. <laughs> Seven to three. Sorry, Josiah. At some point, it's I'm fine. not even sure there's a... Well, that's not true. Okay, uh, Josiah. This this one truly, like, I saw this name and was like, oh, well, this is, like, you have a one in 50 chance. <laughs> um, the equality state. Oh. I don't know. Maybe Maryland? Uh, it is not Maryland. 
Maybe Heather Illinois. Steel. <laughs> uh, Alabama, Alaska, Iowa Arizona, Arkansas. <laughs> You're gonna take a long time to get there. <laughs> oh, that's that's a clue. Zebra. <laughs> quality state. Um, I was gonna say something, but that might take a long time. Now I'm thinking. Wisconsin. The end of the Is it? Uh, no. Zebra. <laughs> Zebra. I might have to give a half point for zebra. That's fair. (laughs) It is. Um, uh, Oh, go ahead. Is it Wyoming? It is Wyoming. Okay, because I was actually just there, and I was like, I wouldn't have realized it though. I was gonna say Delaware for some reason. Um, Yeah, but then when you said when I knew it was the end of the alphabet, I was like, I was just there, and that's right. I thought it was weird. (laughs) Equality. Yeah, it is weird. Um, Okay, Heather. Now uh, again, name the state. (laughs) Oh, no. The failure to acknowledge a hard truth. (laughs) The state of denial. That is correct. (laughs) Denial. (laughs) Not just a river in Egypt. Coincidentally has all the same letters as Denali. The highest point oh, in Alaska. There you go. Whoa. Uh, I've lost track of score. I don't really care, but Heather is far and like, away. Heather's got, a, Heather's got a commanding lead. Seven yeah. to three and a half. Yeah. yeah. I think it's eight. I think, I think eight, but I'll take eight, seven. Yeah, yeah. I'll take eight. Eight to, th- uh, that might've been my eighth. Yeah. Eight yeah, to yeah. three and a half. Um, okay. Josiah named the state. The most recent stage in the development of a product. Oh gosh. The most recent? Yeah. The latest and greatest. Oh. Um. I'll give you a clue. It is not Kentucky. (laughs) Uh, ship, ship it, ship it, print it, send it out, mass production. I don't know. Uh, no, it's none of those things. Any chance for a steal from Heather? Can you say it one more time? Yes, the most recent stage in the development of a product. Or the most recent version of a product, I suppose. So it would be like having the latest tech, like Mm -hmm. an iPhone, whatever they're on now. Uh Um, I don't know. I can't think of a state for that. It is Um, state of the art. Oh, (laughs) bullshit. State of the art. Uh, all right, back to Heather. Another kind of weird one, the natural state. Oh, that's Arkansas. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, like, again, that's another one that it's like, that could be fucking any state. <laughs> I like that Heather's a ringer for this game. Like, she, just, she just knows them all. You know, I will say being having been there is why I know that one. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, there are, that does help. <laughs> that's on the license plate. Oh, is it? Natural state. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that would help. Um, Josiah, the Grand Canyon state. I think I remember where the Grand Canyon. Arizona. That is correct. <laughs> nice. The I'm audiobook like, oh, no. I just the audiobook I just narrated takes place in Arizona, and the Grand Canyon is there. So that'd have been really <laughs> bad if I had forgotten that. Um. Okay. Again, name the state. Heather. They are there, like a good neighbor. State Farm. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that state would be farm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, Josiah. 
again, this may as well just be like the good state. <laughs> it's not that, but it is the nutmeg state. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm just going to say Vermont. It, that is not correct. Heather. Connecticut. It is <laughs> It is Connecticut. So I'll I didn't call say that con- one a no point. <laughs> I didn't say Connecticut because I said Connecticut earlier, and I wanted to guess something different. But I should have <laughs> just gone. I should have gone with the same one every mm-hmm. time. It ups my odds. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, we are at Heather now. The Show Me State. Show me. Oh, I feel like I know this. We talked about it. It's Missouri. It is Missouri. Did we talk about it? Well, no, because Branson has oh, a thousand right. shows. Yeah, I don't. I, I I remember learning this in church of all places, um, and I can't remember exactly what the the message was, but it was something about like you know faith being something that like you just have to believe in as opposed to well, like, show me. It, yeah, right, and like <laughs> that's the sort of. I guess that's where that comes from for Missouri. Like really? the people in Missouri are like, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> that's, I, God, I hope that's true because that's hilarious. <laughs> Listeners, if you're from Missouri, let us know what that means. Not that yes. like I expect you to know because I am almost 30 years old and I have no fucking idea what a Hoosier is. <laughs> mm. um, okay, Josiah. This is a situation where a government is empowered to pass policy it normally would not be allowed to. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, state of emergency. That is correct. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I was like, is there another word for it? Um, okay. I should have said 2020. (laughs) Uh, uh, Misa proposing that we should grant the Supreme Chancellor emergency powers. (laughs) I was like, what's happening? And then I realized... It was a Jar Jar Binks. Um, we only have a few more here. Heather, okay. the Granite State. Ooh. Uh-oh. Is that... Is that... North Dakota? It is not North Dakota. Josiah? I would like to steal. <laughs> yeah. <Uh-oh. laughs> I'm going to say... I would like to steal. Solid. (laughs) Wow. That is very clever. That is not what I have written down on my paper. I would say that had I said the state of granite at room temperature. (laughs) Uh, So again, I might give you partial credit for that, but the United States state that is nicknamed the granite state is New Hampshire. Oh, oh! I cool. wouldn't have ever guessed that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I have think either. I should get points for being clever. <laughs> Solid. It's what I said to all my teachers. If you, have a, if you get another half point, then I think it makes it like 10 to 5. <laughs> That's savage. Yeah. Savage takedown. <laughs> okay, this is Josiah's last question. Ocean State. Oh, by the way, the sources for this game are provided by Encyclopedia Britannica's list on the nicknames of the United States states, as well as other thoughts I had that were not United States states. Is it? Uh, oh, God, I don't fucking know. I oh, will shit. give you another clue. It is not Tennessee. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, or liquid. 
<laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> I'll say, I don't know. Not California. Learned that today. <laughs> uh, Louisiana. It's not Louisiana. What? Uh, it is not Louisiana. Heather, do you have any idea? I've been to the, I mean, I've been to it, yeah, but I'm like, I'm picturing, I'm like picturing the, okay, so it's not, I wanted to be like New Jersey because I'm thinking like Ocean City, but it's not New Jersey, it's not California, it's not North Carolina, it's not Florida, it's not South Carolina, what else is on the ocean? It's not Virginia, that's something else. Is it Virginia? Well, no. Virginia is for lovers. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but it is no, not. No, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, it, I, would it help if I said that the Encyclopedia Britannica also gave a second nickname, which was Little Roadie? Rhode, <laughs> Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, that's so that's weird because so it is on the ocean, but like, yeah. that's there, not. There were a couple that had like two entries that was like, it's this or it's also this or whatever. And one of them was Ocean State or Lil Roadie. <laughs> Lil Roadie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, final question goes to Heather. Again, it may as well. It, this is a weird one. Um, it is Mountain State. Mm. Is it Colorado? You would think, right? So it's probably like... It, it is not Colorado. Mon- Montana? Uh, Josiah, do you have a guess? Oh. Is it, it is Montana? also not Montana. <laughs> no, it is not Montana. Um, uh, is it uh, Utah? It is not. Would it give? Would it help you if there is another nickname that I am currently just about to give it for the first time, which is Old Westy? West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh, the Appalachians, right? Yeah, right. and when I was thinking yeah. mountain, I immediately go to like states that are on mountain time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I not know. thinking of like East Mountains. Yeah, I don't think of those shorty mountains. <laughs> yeah, those those roundies. <laughs> those oldies. Um. So that was name the state. Heather wins like twenty yeah, to five. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> And I suppose we should start trying to come up with any other pros or cons. I mean, uh, um, we we have a sort of like inclination on this show. If it's a movie and it like could conceivably be confused for a Star Wars movie, like say a Star Trek movie, we spend half of the time trying to find ways that it's not Star Wars. But when it's something a little more obscure, like a concept, we're mm-hmm. really good at like finding weird connections. So like, right. obviously the cons here outweigh the pros, right. I think would be the, um, the takeaway. So yes, I think the cons definitely outweigh the pros. The idea, like obviously it's a concept. It's not a movie. It's not a book. But it is the act of traveling is contained within Star Wars a lot. Yes, which they we do talked a lot about of this. Traveling. We mm-hmm. talked about this when we did our swimming episode. <laughs> which there's not a lot of swimming in Star Wars, but there is a lot of like I, I use the example of walking, right? And then walking's walking is a little too broad. But like traveling, Wait, could you is imagine something... if we did an episode on walking? <laughs> oh, one day we have to. We have to. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of traveling in it, and yeah. to to go back to what Heather said earlier about like states being different planets i think like you do get the sense of destination areas which oftentimes are like your 
Star Wars planets because they're like they have that one thing that like right. that's why you go there. Well, and like you know? light speed travel is itself a device just so that we can see all these other locations. So of course, like we said, like the travel itself is never really highlighted, but they must in fact actually travel so that we can see a forest planet and an ice planet. Yeah. And well, there's all the different methods of travel too. Like you that's could true. just be on a speeder, you could be on the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. you could be, and those could be equated to different like modes Car, of transportation. Plane. And then like having a battle in space that's like mm. being stuck in an airport. <laughs> yeah. Your flight yeah. is canceled and you are or, just like trapped. Mm-hmm. Or when you're in traffic and you're on that mm-hmm. road trip and you're accidentally in the big city in rush hour and you're not even stopping in this big city. Mm-hmm. You just ended up in Nashville during rush hour and you didn't even mean to. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. that bad, but it's annoying. Yeah, exactly. And mm. that's that's that is like a battle. Mm. That's like the X-wing and the Tie Fighters. <laughs> Something I was gonna say earlier, and I want to make sure I like phrase it correctly. But I'm I'm interested to see because it's always when you travel overseas and you meet someone in the other country, um, and you tell them you're American, and there's like always like a mixed reaction. Mm. And most of the time, when I when I was younger, it was always like, oh my gosh, you're from America, and I met like some. My friend lives in Finland and he's a teacher and I went, he like had me come into his class so that the kids, they were like second or third graders, could ask like questions about the United States. And they all asked me if I knew Kristen Stewart (laughs) because they loved Twilight. Uh And I was like, no. And I like felt like I taught them one thing, which was like LA was as far away from where I lived as like. An entire other country, you know, as yeah, it like right. showed on the map, like for perspective, like so. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I have a similar um, thing happened when we. I went to Africa in, in college as like a study abroad thing, and um, the kids in like the village where we were asked us where we were from, and and the collective correct answer would be you know Southwest Ohio, even though we were all from different areas, but like we were coming there from college, um, and and they they basically they didn't even ask us where we were from they said are you from new york or los angeles mm-hmm. and and we were like um do you know chicago like michael jordan and they were like yeah and we're like we're from chicago <laughs> yeah right just like a general idea yeah but yeah i feel like the one um trip i recently well i guess the last few times i've gone overseas and interacted with people i felt this weird like need in the early on in the conversation to like make it known that I'm like a cool American (laughs) or like to make it known like that I don't agree with because there's this overwhelming hatred for our government and like to make I don't like Trump I don't like our I don't like the military stuff like I'm cool I'm cool you feel like you have to like let that be known and I feel like it's probably even worse now if we were allowed to go to Europe. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I do feel like there's that little, or like if you really want to not avoid it, you lie and you say you're Canadian. (laughs) Someone asks where you're from, like I'm from Toronto. Um, I've never done that, but it's something that like people have joked about before. So I feel like that's the equivalent of being like, like having to sneak in somewhere in Star Wars and yeah. to like sneak, make it known around. that like you're, you're is a, big one for a us. rebel <laughs> or like to lie and say mm-hmm. like that you're part of the, the it's like you're, you're smuggling your own national yeah, identity. Right. That's mm-hmm. so funny. I, I went to New York for it was I, I had gone once with my family when I was younger, like a kid and, and we saw like spam a lot, you know, and um 
then later when I was actually like an adult, which is to say like 22 or whatever, um, I went to visit my friend was living in Manhattan for the summer and uh, she had to work basically the whole time. And so I was like, sweet, I get to like go around New York City by myself for a couple of days. And I had this like plan in my head. I never even used it, but it, I, I was going to, if I ever had to like ask for directions, which like I would mortify me anyway, to go into like a dollar slice pizza place and be like, excuse me, sir. Uh, my plan was to do it in an English accent. <laughs> and then people would be like, oh, well, he's not from here. As opposed to like, oh, you're not from here. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, being from Texas whenever I was younger and when I went to like Mexico and Canada and stuff, and even other states sometimes the when they when they found out you're from from Texas the question was always do you ride a horse to school and <laughs> do you have a gun uh-huh. it was like you have a gun right and you ride a horse to school like you live on a, and it was like you live on a farm a ranch and it'd be like no sorry we're not mm-hmm. as cool as this, that this is making me realize though that like whether we are able to sort of shed this idea or not you have like a cliche picture in your head of any country or for that matter state you know like like it's a small world the 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 holland yeah. kids have like clogs and you yep. know like like you have a couple of Im- immediate touchstone clichés for different countries and that's the same thing with star wars planets of like an entire it's planet all one thing. is one city or an entire entire planet is underwater or well and to be to be to be fair then that might be a difference right because that's a because traveling in the real world oh it's more nuanced (laughs) right it's how you learn that like the picture in your head isn't necessarily true that's true it's getting in and seeing more of it because i was just about to say though with that like so many countries if you visit like a tourist attraction or a gift shop they perpetuate those right, cliches right. because like if you go to Amsterdam and you just walk off of the train and into the first shop, all they sell are like wooden clogs yeah. and like stroop waffles and like all of the <laughs> things that you like first think of. And if you, but if you actually stay there a while or go to a neighborhood or talk to someone that lives yeah. there, those aren't the things yeah, um, right. It's you, like how here in America we're not constantly eating hot dogs. Not constantly. Right. I do eat them a lot. <laughs> not no. That's it's every when, other meal. When we were in Africa, the place we stayed, their like main like kind of dining hall area had flags from like all sorts of countries. My guess is because this was like a pretty big tourist place in Ghana, which is not to say that like, you know, people people stay there if they travel to Ghana for tourism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there were all these flags of the world, and the one U.S. flag <laughs> has, it's part of the print of the flag, a giant semi-truck right in the middle of it. <laughs> and I was like, wow, no. that is a particularly funny thing to think about because, like, yeah, we don't really have a great train network, and, yeah, we got trucks driving all over the place. <laughs> Yeah. That's very American. Yeah. Big old semi truck. But yeah, no, you're right. Like those those gift shops like we we were in Edinburgh, Scotland like a year ago or maybe longer at this point now. But like in the city, you know, which you're you're not you're not far from like the country, but like if you're just going to go to Edinburgh and you go to the castle and you go to the other like, you know, shops and stuff in town, there's all these places that have like the heel and coo, the the cow with the bangs, basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess if 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 I went out to see one at a farm, that's where I would get the stuffed animal of one. Yeah, <laughs> not exactly. in the city. That's how I felt. Like this is gonna sound like. But yeah, I in Ireland the Aran sweaters. Yes, yeah, you totally. can buy them anywhere, and it is still like cool to get it 
from Ireland. Right. But I was such a stickler about it. I bought it on Inishmore. Yeah, that's so funny. We went to <laughs> on Inishir. an island. Oh, I uh, spent the night on Inishmore um, by myself. In an, I was the only person. It was like an Airbnb, but it was more like a lodge, and they uh-huh. had like 12 rooms but i was the only person there because it was in the off like oh, end wow. of the season yeah there was a so, yeah, place that like, was like that on in year too. The, these these yeah. are like there's like three of them i think islands off of mm-hmm. galway and ireland that ha- have like a local population of like a hundred people yeah it's in year inishmore and then the one you've heard of inishman like the cripple of inishman oh, <laughs> the play sure. that's what it's about or the place that it's about but yeah, yeah it's like that's the whole thing though for me is i try i don't stay in hotels especially uh-huh. overseas i will do an airbnb and i love it if the host is there because then i can like meet someone who actually lives there right. and talk to them it's so not only is it cheaper but it's a much better experience overall yeah. Now I did I did have a really hard time actually finding a beret to wear when I was in Paris because <laughs> my roommate and I we just kept looking and we finally found a, a kitschy tourist like uh, uh, souvenir shop that had very poor quality berets and then we did <laughs> we did buy a red and blue one so we could be two thirds of the Paris flag and then we did wear them to Disneyland Paris and then we did get co- compliments twice from two different workers at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> Being very cute and nice, just being like, oh, berets, very French, very good. And we were like, thank you. We thought so, too. You would be shocked, but we're from America. <laughs> we're American. <laughs> and they're like, very good. Red, the red and blue, it's perfect. You just need a white one. And we were like, that's what we thought. <laughs> it was very oh, funny. Because no. it was like, it was both times it was young people who were like probably in their 20s and were just like, this is my job. Like, I don't necessarily love being here. And I yeah. think they were just thought it was funny because they're like, look at these two dum-dums. And we were like, <laughs> we know we're stupid, right? And they were like, yeah, <laughs> you it's are. great. Keep it up. <laughs> um, so we should probably start wrapping up. Uh, mm. Do we have any more pros and cons that are jumping out real quick or any- anything we want to circle back to? Well, the idea of states being like planets, like, did you have specific ones in mind? I mean, I know we just sort of trod that ground a little bit, but. Let's see. Um, New York City is Coruscant. Yeah, it's a city. It's a city planet. I feel like the Florida Keys are that one in the island, the planet in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Scarif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Scarif. There we go. I was like, what is that called? Um, uh, Arizona might be, or Nevada, or Utah. Any of those <laughs> over there could be Tatooine. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and then definitely Endor, the forest. That would yeah. that could be like anywhere in the in the Rockies. It could be Alaska, Northern you know, California, like, or the redwood trees. <laughs> yeah, where they shot I feel it. Like, <laughs> I feel like California is Naboo because it's like uh. it just looks like nice weather all the time, and it's just like. And there's Pretty. like a glamorous part, but then there's also like an underwater, like amphibious species oh, part. Oh, or is that Florida? Because oh, yeah, you've got you've got the swampland, uh-huh. and you have Florida man who is is uh, you know a wild crazy gungan maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that? Do you guys know the the reason we have so many crazy stories from Florida is because of a weird law there that allow that requires them to uh, have their records open to the public more so news can just report oh. on more things there and that's why we hear oh, so many crazy stories interesting Isn't that interesting? i didn't i didn't know that that makes it, a lot more sense because like there's just always so many florida yeah. man stories Hoth, so that's just a fun fact hoth, hoth is alaska is, parts is of it chicago from october <laughs> through april <laughs> yes, oh, no. yes 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 <laughs> 
and also so just bad. any part of the northern like you yeah. know minnesota any any part of the northern areas of the u.s during winter time it's fargo fargo <laughs> mustafar is gary indiana <laughs> <laughs> just lava what state what state or city is the death star Ooh, Washington, D.C. <laughs> I was just going to say, probably, like, the headquarters of all <laughs> all that is bad. Yeah. For better or for worse, yeah. it's probably, probably D.C. Yeah. Eey, oy, oy. Um, I'm um, trying to think now of a clever unit of measure. Um, I, think, I, think, I think for mine, it'll be from 1 to 10 frequent flyer miles. <laughs> which I think I'm, no value between 1 and 10 in terms of frequent oh, flyer miles that's is a worth cent. anything. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I think for me, so I think I'm going kind of on the low side of everything just because it isn't a movie or anything like that. I think it's a little, but, but my, my unit of measure is going to be, I think, potty breaks <laughs> on, on a road trip. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which okay. I always need more than a small amount, so it's not reflective of me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Along those same lines, okay, never mind. I changed my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine is plays of Home on the Range. That is. I think so I'm a- fun. I, like to be in the driver's seat, knowing that like that's just not gonna stop, and that you don't have headphones. Like, yeah, that is just like. That is like a really specific type of like hurt. Torture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also to know as a parent, it's kind of your fault because you yeah. gave that to your child and like you can't, like that's their entertainment. Like you can't be like, stop, because that's yeah. the only, what else they're going to do? Just There's like, like look out the window the whole of time? That that's like really cute. Like I, I could see that having the Kristen Shawl is a horse thing happen. You know that thing where like Kristen Shawl is a horse is like a bit that she and Kurt Brownoller did where like he just sings that over and over and like it gets really great reception for a while and then people hate it they just fucking hate it and then by the time he's repeated it like 10 times they like love it again like yeah i could see being in the driver's seat and being like oh my god she is still playing that <laughs> <laughs> like and just being like completely captivated by that and i, I sang along too of course <laughs> uh, but the thing was so i couldn't say I didn't, I like would add letters or remove letters at my choosing. So <laughs> I, in antelope, I didn't call it antelope. I said cantaloupe. So right, like, sure. the deer and the cantaloupe wrong. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Okay, um, so I we've think... got plays of home on the range. We've got mm-hmm. potty breaks and we've got frequent flyer miles. I think as far, so I think I'm going to go pretty low, but I think I have to give it higher than swimming. And I'm trying to remember what we gave swimming and I don't remember. But I feel like it's a. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on the low low end, yeah. and give it a two, okay. two potty breaks, two maybe a three, maybe a three. I could be pulled up to three, maybe. Mm, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same ballpark. There's a lot of traveling in Star Wars, and they have a lot of locations. But um. Yeah, boy, mine's like a high two. Hmm. Okay. It's Heather? like a two where the status bar to get it to three just hasn't been filled up all the way. But I don't want to give it like a partial grade. You know, it's, sure, it's sure, sure. two. It's only two. <laughs> I was going to say, because I feel like there's so much more that we didn't explore that could be. Like, I do feel like there's more there. So I will like round it up mm. to a three mm-hmm. right. plays of Home on the Range. <laughs> I like that because I wanted to say three, but I was also afraid. And I don't know why. But I was afraid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if we like really tried, we could get it up to a five. 
but we didn't sure. really dive in. We didn't do the things. work. We didn't. Yeah. Do the work. We didn't. We didn't we, earn the fit, the fourth and fifth. No. Play yeah. We've got to do. We've got to do another episode break. where we really dive in on train videography because that is like so <laughs> fascinating to me. And then we can at least tap some of these other travel things. Yeah. And maybe we could yeah. have a goal of getting it to that midway point of a. There's five. a lot there, and there's a It'll lot of our... crazy travel stories I didn't tell. Like there's. We'll yeah. have a sequel episode where we 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 finally get it up to five because we're like we we did the work this time. Yeah. But we should we we should wrap up. So uh, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at House Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show. Uh, we're at a good podcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. If you have any uh, questions or concerns or comments mm-hmm. or praise, adulation, <laughs> uh, just compliments. Why didn't you know. we talk about Star Wars for the first thirty <laughs> minutes? <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. we haven't gotten anything saying that yet, which you think we would have right. because we do that a lot. Um, Heather, do you have any uh, any these comedy sports for sure? Uh, anything else, or where can people see that? And what else would you like people to know about? Oh, um, yeah, Comedy Sports Chicago. You can find us on online. I think the website is cscchicago.com. You can find all the links and stuff there for shows. Um, we're actually moving to Twitch. So we currently nice. do shows on Friday and Saturday nights, but we're going to add some more content and that I may or may not be involved in, but it's good stuff. And then if you want to see um, travel photos – which are few and far between right now. My Instagram <laughs> is at Heather M. Scholl. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's about it. I will also uh, plug, because uh, it, it came to my mind just this moment, Heather and I have both been on somewhat friend of this podcast, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, yeah. <laughs> which we still haven't done an episode about yet. <laughs> we, which we have to. We are, we are honor bound. So fun. Um, you can find all my stuff at josiah.biz. Or wait, no, what is it? josiahrobinson.biz. Is that my website? Well, that's the website. <laughs> that's the website. josiah.biz is my is my social media. Mike, what about you? Uh, I'm at wordgospel0909, I suppose I should say, um, on both YouTube and Instagram. Um the YouTube, as of this recording, it still isn't. But by the time you're hearing this, I do have a new video. It's been like seven months. Yeah. But um, a an Instagram acquaintance of mine who's also a toy maker is curating an Ikea-themed art show of bootleg toys. And I made the little guy who's in all the instruction manuals who looks at the folded-out piece of paper and he's like, huh? Uh, and I made a mold of him. In fact, here for you both looking, uh, here's the guy that I sculpted. Oh, yes, and then, I love that. Um, I made a bunch of casts, and uh, I made a video of the process. Um, That's so cool. So you can check that out at Rule Follower Toys on Instagram or um, Word Gospel O Nine. We'll probably post it as well. Cool. Nice. Um. I think that's everything, right? Boy, so, I would hope. <laughs> yeah, we're running. Hey, when we have guests, sometimes we run a little long because yeah. we, we like to have fun. Um, so, Heather, the way we end the show is <laughs> oh, we yeah. say, uh, uh, all together, we'll say, we love you and may the fourth be with you. So, if you want you to, you can say that with, with us. Um, okay. You don't have to. No pressure. Because if you don't love everybody, that's fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, we do want the fourth to be with everyone. So, uh, it's about time for Tony Bye Bye. So, like we always say, we, we love, love you. you. And, and may the fourth be with you. With you. <laughs>
Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. We have too many ca- we have too many ending catchphrases, Heather. That's yeah, we d- we don't even do a couple of them anymore. We don't say like we always Roth IR say. And we have stopped oh doing the wonderful thing about Tigger's song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why do you say May the 4th and not May the Force? Uh, I think it's because we thought it was funny <laughs> very early on and never changed yeah. it. Yeah, you know, I feel like so many like Star Wars videos and podcasts and stuff will end by saying May the Force be with you. Yeah. And when we first, I feel like we didn't even ever say it to each other and we both just knew that's what we were going to say. It was May I the think Force it was, be with you. I think it was legitimately like, what should we say to sign off? And like, I think the, one of the first things we uh-huh. thought of was, what if it's just May the Fourth be with you? And then yeah. you're like, yep, that's it. And that's then at some it. point we added the we love you and then yeah, it right. became its own thing.